This is Reese, and you're listening to the Point Music Podcast thingy. Hey there, Reese from the Point here. Um, this podcast here is a little bit of a different one again. Um, it's been a while since I've had a chat with uh, Melissa O'Brien from Soul Bar and also um, the drummer in Fat Pony. So this one we talk about the um, the open mics and how they the Soul Bar open mics and how they've gone on shifted onto online and the effect of that and a few other things bookings related um, since uh, Liz handles the bookings at Soul Bar and we talk about Fat Pony and a few other things too. So I really hope you enjoy this one. It was, it was great for me to catch up with uh, with Melissa as well. I haven't seen her in a while, um, obviously. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Melissa O'Brien. We're rocking and rolling. You ready to do this, Liz? Yes, mate. Yeah. Yay! There you are. All right. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yes, it's been a little while. Mm. 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 And you've been keeping busy? Um, uh... No, attempting no. to not keep that busy, actually. Oh, that's actually kind of a good thing. Yeah. Hospitality doesn't get a break very often, so... No, and, um, yeah, I imagine you'd, you'd be nice nice to wake up to, like, not 300 emails in your inbox every single yeah. day. Yeah. Mm. Oh, nice to not wake up to my phone going off for the first caller of the day or the first messenger of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's a... Yeah, it's a strange situation, but you've got to take the silver linings, and that is to enjoy enjoy the passive. Look at you, looking all professional in Big Rock Studio right now, too. It looks like you're the producer. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I travelled for this. Yeah, so far. Hey, yeah, such a journey. You nearly, yeah. you nearly stood me up on our date, mate. I know. I know. I was at work. I went to work today. They've had us in their... Um, um, just oh, cleaning and painting and doing all those things that you can't do when a venue's open pretty much twenty four seven. You know what? A lot of I think because like my work's been doing the same thing. Yeah, but it's we're, great. We're still open, but like because we only we drip feed people coming through and most of that stuff's yeah. online. Yeah, we've been yeah. painting and cleaning and redoing stuff and yeah, it's it's a good reset. Awesome. I guess. Oh, it's awesome. Like the you don't notice it, but yeah, the girl was starting to look a bit, bit old, I suppose, a bit worn around the edges. So, getting in there, as I said, we're open twenty four seven. So, getting in there and like dusting it off and yeah, yeah, cleaning it out. And as long as the green that. room has not had its walls painted, that's the main thing. <laughs> it was a discussion today. <laughs> don't do there was it, definitely man. a discussion today. Oh no, don't do it. So much. It's I mean. getting pretty full though. Yeah, uh, unless unless you if you do a, uh, um, it could be like the layers of paint, I guess, and you pull back. It might a layer. be. It might be like selective clearing, perhaps. Get rid of all the um the penises that were drawn on there, maybe. Yeah, that's that's actually a job I do yearly anyway. Yeah. You know that's why there's got to be more females in music because if I have to paint over another penis. <laughs> That's you know that's Not the a main downfall one. of just, yeah, gra- yeah yeah penis graffiti yeah yeah that's the main downfall of a male dominated music scene yeah <laughs> in fact yeah. else and plus plus, but, all, um, plus all the Sully graffiti that was in the toilet too I mean you know, oh poor Sully that's yeah that's also boys humour in the <laughs> toilet as well so just, uh, uh, what I want to bring up is um the quite clever move of bringing the open mic 
to using using Zoom and and what yeah. I mean, not many venues decided to do that, and it's it's a tricky thing because, of, like I've mentioned before, with with other guests on here about the the difficulty and latency. Um, but the cool thing is when when you go live with that, most of the time I'm actually organising other podcasts. So I usually I usually get to catch about ten minutes of it, and then I'm just basically mm. busy doing the um, the other thing. But um, what I have seen, it's been pretty cool. And so, who who just did you decide to do that? Or was it just a general talk? Or yeah, no, I think we've been sort of catching up once a week. The the I don't know the managerial kind of so the back of house kind of side of Soulbar has been catching up once a week. Um, you know, which is all getting passed through. The rest of the employees, but it was probably yeah mainly an initiative by me I suppose I there's such a community around that it's not just about playing music in front yeah. of people I mean you know as you know as much as everyone else there's such a community around that event um, and yeah to see to see those faces again and and to keep that community going in some form. Like you know, that's the basic ethos of of Soulbar is to keep keep that network and community pumping. So, yeah. I yeah, I thought that I zoom. I had a Zoom meeting with a few industry reps, and I was like, "This program's amazing." Mm-hmm. I still <laughs> haven't gonna, used it yet. Yeah, oh, it's unbelievable. The, the the audio quality and video quality of it's really cool. And I was like, "Oh, I think I'm going to use this." Yeah, yeah. So. So that's where it came from. And so it was, it was what I saw. It was it was pretty quickly adapted by um by the ones that had just been missing actually playing. I mean, hell, <laughs> Ash, I saw Asher get on board, which I was like, whoa, didn't think didn't think he'd be jumping in, but he's been missing playing. Music, uh, so. yeah, yeah, might have been a few requests sent out. Ah, okay. Uh, is Kenny on there? No, I am sh- in shock. Right. Man. And I'm counting these as ones that he's missed too. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. he was on the street too. Yeah. What was he's not getting a pass for these ones. Yeah. What was the um? It got to two hundred and something open mics, didn't it? I, it was I, something. I think it's more something, than that. It was some. I think it's number. more than that. It might be two fifty or something. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's mental. So he, he normally misses a couple. Tamworth he misses. Gimpy he misses. And other than that, he's there. Yeah. You know? 49, 50 weeks of the year, so <laughs> and has been for years. Yeah. So I know all the words to his songs, but yeah, he's been missing these ones. I wonder if anyone's got his. If anyone has his number, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, get I Zoom need, and get onto yeah, it. They need to let him know that it's happening. And you need to be get first on Kenny. the board again. <laughs> no one can yeah. steal that thunder. That's the thing. Nah, no way. But yeah, I, I suppose yeah, it was just an initiative that. That made sure that you know the the core of the core of us was still still getting people together, still playing music. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like it, there is a community community that has been built up sure. around this whole thing. Like, um, admittedly, I was out of that for quite some time, and I started coming back again for a little bit just to yeah, just to see what was going on there. I felt so out of place though because I had no idea. It, yeah, it revolves. It's really funny. I've been watching it for like six and a half years now, and it. Mm. it there's this evolutionary process every year and a half or so where where people build up their chops on stage and open mic or the, or they meet you know they meet their band there or, yes, or whatever right. it is yeah, that yeah. they do and then you know they, they take 
they leave the nest and yeah. then someone else comes in and it's yeah there's a, there is definitely an evolutionary process that happens so if you don't go for a couple of years you're like who are all these people yeah and I mean, how do they know probably, each other probably one and or how two. does no one know me <laughs> yeah there's probably one or two that i would have recognized and the rest of us like Wow, this is a whole new scene. I feel so, and no one knows who. Oh man, I feel like just a punter. Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a good thing because it's a it's it's humbling, and you basically. Yeah. I'm sound, I'm starting to sound. No, I'm sorry. I'm starting to sound up myself. I guess in the sense. You're starting to sound nostalgic. Aren't yes, you, a little like, oh, bit. I, I wish mean, I was. Shit, barefoot was formed in the open mics. Man, yeah. So that's yeah. So, um. But don't get me wrong. It's only a couple of weeks, and then everyone knows your name. Yeah. You know. It's like cheers. Yeah. Everyone's telling you that, oh, that was so cool, Reese. Um, well, yeah. what I found when, like, me and Nath um, jumped up and did some mule stuff, yeah. that was the scariest gigs I think we'd, we'd done. What? It is. It's really strange. You know, once you've gotten past that, I mean, like, I've been playing music for 25 years, so it's 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 not that. It's, it's more to do with you've gotten to the stage where you're playing all, like, festivals or you're playing sort of, like proper stages proper sound that sort of stuff and faces become just blanks yeah there's enough there that they blur but yep. when you're playing open mic in an open mic community you know the, the majority of these people are actually musicians as well and you mm. don't know the the caliber of these some might be learners some might actually be like pros that are just coming out just to, just to see what's going on yeah. you know what and get up and yeah, just sorry. blow your mind when you don't see them playing or anything like that so it is actually really freaking scary wow did not see that coming no what was the re- what was the response like when you finished yeah it was good it was good it was good it's 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 a rush for me but like and nathan yeah nathan gets off that sort of stuff all the time because he used to be in covers bands and yeah but yeah, it's really strange. It's nerve-wracking because you're so close to everyone. You know that every nearly every person in there is going to be a musician, and yeah, it's 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 freaky. Yeah, I suppose those smaller, you know, no, I don't play gigs. Well, you know, I think I've got two under the belt. You, you've Look got you've got gigs under. <laughs> <the belt. laughs> I've played Benny Hope and Mike's. <laughs> I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when when you can see that everyone is actually listening to you mm. and you can see all their faces you can see their eyes it can be intimidating but as i say to everyone just get that just get through that first song that's the hardest that's one that's the hardest one and, and then yeah. and then the second one you'll loosen up and the third one you'll really enjoy and the the buzz when you get off you know there's like sort of accomplishing that i think especially the beginners that i see at open mic mm. you can see that they're like oh I'm gonna do that again. <laughs> Alright, cool. so since everyone, you've seen so many of these these damn ones, what what would be one of the weirdest ones you've actually seen on there? Because I've seen some pretty doozy ones on there with some whacked out spoken word with electronica in the background. Oh, see, I think you, you and I the same image sparked in our minds when you asked that question. Was he wearing some kind I, of mirror sort of stuff? Uh, quite possibly. Yeah. His name was Orlando Furious. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. He was really avant-garde, like, um, Pete and the Slug Fuckers avant-garde, <laughs> like crazy 80s, amazing, but very unusual, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the 
the coolest thing about this guy was you'd see uh, the first time I saw him was after a what do you call it as a union state of the union what's the rugby thing called State of Origin. State of Origin. State of Origin thing. And all these blokes in 4X shirts or maroon or blue or whatever, they came they came at the back and they were, they were drinking beers and Orlando Furious comes up. He starts playing over at the back, sort of turning him up, whatever, mixing. And I see these guys nudge each other, look up, screw their faces up. By the third song, they're all like, yeah, <laughs> just loving it. Yeah. He's good. He's amazing. Yeah. He turns people. Yeah, it's he's awesome. Yeah, but he was probably one of the more unusual acts for sure. Yeah, you unusual and talented. But I've, oh. I've seen some ones that are unusual and just like, oh. Yeah. Man. Oh, look, it's, it's a mixed pot. It but is, but the thing is, getting the, the courage up there and actually doing that in the first place, it's it's more than a lot of other people do. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not here to write them off or anything like that. It's just sometimes oh, you no. just go, oh, 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 wow. And, and that's the whole point of an open mic too, is mm-hmm. to see things that you didn't, you know, you didn't come there to necessarily see that. You've just come, expect the unexpected, whatever, and that's, that's why these nights work you know it's basically a variety show yeah um yeah it's yeah it's cool we've seen seen a couple of sort of acts in the last year that were open mic regulars morph into like gigging Mm. acts as well i mean Frogbox Mm. would have been one yes wetlands would be another one wetlands yes i mean kato singer from wetlands has been doing um open mic for a couple of years now Mm. and i i believe excuse me i believe she met uh, the lead guitarist and the drummer and all that through open mic. Yep. Um, that's you know that's part of that evolution that I was talking about. Mm. It's very cool. Because I remember yeah. actually having a, a chat to um, to Kato. Yeah. I think it was the second time I saw her doing it. Which is when I was starting to frequent them again, and she did a um, a Vance Soho cover. Yep. And I just went, yeah, that was cool. And I said, but have you have you actually recorded something? And she sort of slyly said, yeah, we're in the process. I went, oh, okay, cool. So we're going to see something here. Next thing you know, fucking Wetlands is up and running. I went, oh, okay. That's, yeah, for sure. Yeah. With Kristen on the on the lead guitar and yeah. her mother, I think, is on the drums. And and I can't remember who the bassist is. Sorry, bassist. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you've gigged with them or anything. But, yeah. yeah, she came, she had like this sort of grungy Courtney Barnett uh, mm-hmm. thing going on. It's yeah, very cool. that's why then, I appreciate it because not many people were doing that. Not around here. Mm. Yeah. And um, very cool. now Soul Bar's fired up the pizza oven and starting to do the uh, um, pizza. We have. Place. Yeah. Yeah. About bloody time. <laughs> well, I know. I know, right? But it, we just uh, we didn't know what the, the landscape looked yeah. like. So we sort of just um, bided our time. But then we started open mic and, mm. well, you can't have one without the other. No, you just need someone That's... to pour your skewies at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> the draft taps are off. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I actually went in and did open mic from the Solva last week, which I'll be doing again tomorrow, yep. which is fun. I'll try and, I don't know, maybe get a bit more, what do they call them, roving, some roving microphones going around. See if I can, 
some charm, some people waiting for their pizza to play a tune on the guitar. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> they sing sing for like half of their pizza or something. Like yeah, or yeah. If you can play me a C minus seven, I'll cut half your bill in half. <laughs> sing, sing for a skewy. And then obviously Google what a C minus seven actually <laughs> looks like. Oh, don't ask me, I'm a bass player, man. No. Yeah, mate. I'm a yeah. <laughs> I'm a self-taught guitarist. So. I just know my root notes, and that is it. But that's yeah. cool. So the response is pretty good for that. Sorry, I have to readjust my cushion here because for for the pizzas and yeah. and the tinnies, yeah, yeah. It's been yeah. The the phone actually rang off the hook for about we're only open from six till. No, five till eight, and yeah. for two hours it rang off the hook. Sweet. Yeah, it was really good. But it's only in that and sort of general area, though, isn't it? Sort of like Maroochydore, Blah Blah, maybe? Mm. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich, I think we do delivery from like 5Ks, but there's people driving in from Nambour. A few people came in from Nambour and stuff that normally come to the open mics but yeah. came in just to just support us, I suppose, or, or, or maybe they really like our pizza. I don't know. Man, that's but, a pretty um, far away from us Nambourians to come out in the Nambour. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't you. No, it wasn't you. It wasn't me. You would have been. It was six o'clock by then. You might have been able to drive, Rhys. No, probably not. You I've, I've been behaving myself. I've actually been behaving myself. They're like, this is the only drink I've got tonight. I've been drinking non non alcoholic stuff. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm on a holiday. <laughs> I'm on a holiday. Goddammit. So. Okay, we're going to get a little bit serious in this sort of sense. Like when <laughs> when this should hit the fan, basically, mm. and basically government says, no, no more venue and that sort of stuff, the first thing that would have happened would have been all the bookings, right? So mm. how was the response from the... Because you deal with the booking agents and the acts coming through here, and you would have had some pretty big ones lined up coming through. What was the panic like? Yeah. So it sort of actually started um, before the shutdown. Yeah. Really. Um, a lot of uh, different agents, uh, reps, managers, etc., had already started talking about what's going to happen, what they're going to do with their dates. They predicted So there was a lot of, yeah, so there was a lot of secondary dates planned. Yep. Uh, uh, plan Bs for October, November. I guess they're looking at overseas or, you know, if the higher-ups had friends who were higher-ups. Mm. And they'd, they'd kind of already put some Plan Bs in place just in case. It, because it wasn't necessarily wasn't even necessarily the capacity thing or the spatial distancing, yep. but also there's some international bands. That uh, there's some interstate bands. Yep. Um, and, you know, as the flights got fewer, mm. people started, yeah, realising that maybe this is going to look a little bit different. Yep. So, yeah, there's a, there's a few bands that have put a plan B in place, which still may not come out yet, mm. but... We'll see. I mean, so, there's been a few that sort of already announced sort of like in October, November or December sort of like yeah, redo, absolutely. which is what a lot of us yeah. are actually expecting. I mean, they're saying mm. venues and that sort of stuff in July, but we all know that it's it's not going to be until like August or September before we start seeing any inkling of us being yeah. able to play live, minimum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it, it was great. I mean, everyone in the industry was, I don't know, fairly... 
they were consoling each other really mm. so it was a you know i'm really sorry i'm really sorry i know you've had terrible news but you know we also ha- are going to cancel our tour for yeah. july or we and it, i mean there's no there's no apology needed it, it was gonna that's, happen that's how it is yeah. that's, that was the, that was the landscape at the time and or it is the landscape and uh what can you do so what can you do with like basically international sort of stuff off the cards for a, a good eight months i would say to 12 months well you know at least and then is it going to go down to pinpointing i mean t- t- different countries have different measures in place yeah. which means you know the usa are going to start letting people out and about soon and they've got over eighty thousand deaths or they're at about 80,000 now. Mm. So is Australia going to ban US citizens from coming in or quarantining or, you know, and then the same with Italy or or Spain or, you know, the the more riskier areas. Um, Sorry about the sneeze. (laughs) You're right, mate. (laughs) Yeah, so I've I've had a few UK bans and that booked in um, mid-year that aren't coming. I mean, you, you would see some New Zealand acts within the within the six month to eight month time frame if we've got the bubble. Oh, I think up. I think we'll we'll open up to the. Here I am just speculating on camera. We'll probably open up to New Zealand fairly soon. I can imagine. Yeah, but <laughs> I think this is. I think I mentioned this with Forest Run when I chatted to them. Because um, you mentioned the landscape changing, and yeah, this is true. Um, the focal point will be more on on homegrown Australian music. Even, Which is cool. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah. but even more to the point, your local area is going to have more focus on it because still yeah. certain things restricted to a degree. So um, now would be the time for sort of like such a coast, Brisbane, Gold Coast, to be solidifying kind of uh, um, getting some unity happening here and, and helping each other out in a sense with with, yeah. with shows and supporting each other in that regard. So do you see anything sort of um, taking off from that? Do you think, uh, I mean, it's, he- it's going to be healthy for Australian music in the long run as it is, but I, do you think any certain particular artists are going to start blossoming out of this or certain sort of scenes or certain sort of... Yeah, I think um, Australian music's been really strong and steady for quite a few years anyway mm. and developing a really distinct sound anyway there's two that come three now oh god the more i think about it there's the real slack sort of punk yeah i i make up my own genre names like the real slack punk or the or the shed punk sort of stuff which is huge you know from june rats to chats sort of that yeah slack punk even bad dreams i'd almost throw in that category and then there's the pop electro stuff mm. um i mean Dooley's local but jaguar jones and, yep. and all those kind of bands and then obviously the you know everything that came from the ocean alley sticky fingers that's breeding down locally we've got bands like toxic fox that kind of breed that stuff those three genres have been gathering massive momentum in australia in the last couple of years anyway mm. um and i think they're really well celebrated in australia so yeah, I mean, I just see those. They've got a period of what twelve months where they're not going to have sort of international competition. Yeah, I guess so they should be jumping on that. But, you basically. Know, 
Yeah. yeah. But, you know, saying that they also, they also are going to have limited international access, so it's hard to kind of get to that next barrier as well. Well, that's 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 the, the catch twenty two there. Um, exactly. We've got material here. We should launch it while we while we've, the focus is on us, but we don't want to release our A game yet. So this is what I've brought mm-hmm. up with other artists: is are they releasing their their B singles basically, just to keep shit biting time? Well, yeah. just to keep things flowing and making sure that people realise that like their fan base and and the industry itself knows yeah. that they're still active, they're still doing stuff. They're not just sitting there twiddling their thumbs and sulking in the corner, basically. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's my advice is to always put your best foot foot forward. Mm. I mean, I, I understand why people would be releasing B tracks because you want the A track to tour on. That's you know, it. that's Yeah. But does that mean you release two or three bit nap tracks till you get to there? Or you take the gamble. So it's, it's always going to be highly competitive. Yes. Yeah. I mean, some people may, re- you, you may regard the, a B single like yourself as a B single that you release, but it actually might actually take off because it's yep. something that um, people weren't expecting or it's not your. Yeah. I was, I was having this conversation with Brian the other day, actually, and it's sort of the whole art of an album's almost gone now. Um, yeah. with, with streaming. Yeah. Um, so now bands really put emphasis on releasing a single, a single, a single, a single, and there's never those fillers in albums that there used to be. You know, those those songs are there, but they're, they're so excluded and they're so put aside, whereas on a, your, your little beyond streaming years like I am, <laughs> we get an album... And most albums, my favourite songs were the were were the odd one yeah, out. Yep. The weird so one. There's always hidden gems um, in there. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I suppose B, there's nothing wrong with B sides, but no. you always put you always put your best foot forward. You know. That's why give second grade if you could give first grade. And even if it is just for streaming you know, streaming's gone up however many percent. I don't know what it is. Google it. There's a fact out there somewhere. I can tell you. Yeah, but streaming's everywhere now. So you don't even get to – it's still competitive. Everything's still competitive. You should always do your best. Mm. That's what it is. Yeah. So you're basically you're saying – I've gone on a rant. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, don't rest on, on something that you, you think you might just release. Release the good stuff. But Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe I'll just put that out because it was sitting there anyway and, oh, well, whatever. Oh, it'll fill up some Facebook or it'll fill up some Insta. It's still got to be quality yeah. because there's so much on there now. If it's not quality, you know, you, you, what do the chefs say? You're only as good as, you, as the last meal you serve up, you know, and that's exactly the same as it is music. You're only as good as, as the last song you put out. Um, you always bring your A game. Always bring your A game if you can. Mm. Yeah. No, I like to point <laughs> out, like, a lot of people don't realise, like I did mention before, that's Big Rock Studio that you're in right now, but a lot of people don't realise that where you're sitting right now, the dregs have recorded there. Yeah, yep. Uh, they were um, here not long ago. There's my keys. The fast has been there. The, the dregs have been there. Um, was it yeah. Alvin Blue? No, what was the name of the? Alvin Blue. Alvin Blue. 
Um, I mean, Floating Bridges did all their stuff in here as well, yeah. I think. Obviously, Mules have been here. Yeah. Uh, I think Barefoot did some pre We did some pre, stuff yeah, here. Did some pre stuff in there. Um, I mean, Ziggy Alberts did his first EP in here. There you go. There you go. Back when he was a school kid working at Silver, he was in here doing his first EP. Yeah. Yep. And then, I don't know, all the other stuff he gets from the internet that people <laughs> ask him to. <laughs> I know, I know Interism were there too, and I'm, I'm mates with those guys, um, with their Kabulcha. Oh, that, that might be pre Melissa on the coast. No, that was only just recently. Oh, I missed that. Interism, yeah, yeah. Cause, um, I wasn't listening that day. Ah, slack. They're good lads. I know. Yep. Yeah. But uh, Fat Pony's been recording in there too, yeah? They have. Yeah. Yep, they have. They've spent... Dave, we've spent yeah. about six months <laughs> making one single, I think. We're really <laughs> pushing. No, we're really pushing through it. Um, but, yeah, we sort of got the last last of it just just during ISO. We were like, righto, come on, it's time. Yeah, it's time. We had all, we had all the bones there anyway. It was just uh, getting around to that, oh, maybe that last bit of vocal in the in the chorus, probably took us two months to get around to that. And it's not, it's not. Oh, maybe, song. maybe it needs a little bit of keys in the bridge. Probably took us another month to get around to that. What? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Oh, very, very busy, Reese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we finally got it all mixed, and we're going to send it off to get mastered, and then it'll be out. Is it the song I'm thinking cool? of? Was it the one I said you should record? Or was it something else? Mm. It's called Sweater. Yeah. It's probably not the song I'm thinking of. No, I think the song you're thinking of was the one where I sing. Yeah. 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 That'll. Uh, that's called On My Back, which I don't know if I need to change the title of that song. Why? But. Because um, <laughs> it's not really about being on my back. <laughs> I'm a female, so there's just automatic uh, presumptions okay, being made there. All right. Not all right, about that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Some, some um, younger. Guy, I think we we the last open mic or something. We jumped up and played two songs, and um, some young guy was like, "Oh, I love that song that you sing about sex." I was like, "What? What song? We don't sing any songs about sex, do we? Have I missed one? Like, I only sing one song. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Do I need to change that? Interesting. No, I mean, like you look at Mules' song titles, man. We've got some of the shittiest and weirdest song titles, like Butch Teeth, for fuck's sake. I've never understood. It was a it was a misheard conversation <laughs> between my daughter and, and Sheree, and uh, I I heard them. I swear I heard one of them say "butch teeth" and they didn't. But that's yeah. And I thought, like, oh, that'd be a cool song title. It's interesting. Because whenever yeah. I hear that, I just did, yeah. I've got this image of a bully with really big yeah big buck teeth. Yeah, I could I'd do that or like yeah. Do yeah. Oh no, I just think of this tooth that's ready to fight someone basically, but. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, oh. conjuring up all sorts oh, of weird stuff. Oh, you've changed it now. You've changed. Stop messing with my pictures. Yeah, they're good. Mental they're imagery. Good. Yeah. So we'll get that one out. I don't know. Soon. Soon. After it gets mastered, and then then you got to write. A, you got to write a press release and then send it to me so I can actually like have. Um, yeah. No. I'm. I'm definitely. You know. <laughs> I think I. I think I should write the press release too. Yeah. I should definitely. Definitely. Write it. We've got. Um, full-time museo in the group and the other one is a head of arts 
So maybe she's got some creative writing. Surely she could do like some kind of EPK easily for you, easily. Right. Mum would assume. Mum would assume. I mean, she's on the base. Yeah, so she's learning her root notes. Yep. What else is she doing? No. What else are you doing? No, we don't do anything, man. We just we just sit there and pluck four strings or five, depending on what we're doing. It's funny. We're all um, guitarists and singers, mm. and then we met at we met at open mic. I mean, I was there working <laughs> very very hard. Yes, as and we do. all met at open mic, and they were like, "Oh, I heard you play drums." Nah, not really. Don't you play drums? Not no. really. I can stay straight 4-4. Four, four. And they're like, great. Do you want to have a jam? You're hired. I was like, righto. Shit. I'm going to have to learn the drums before <laughs> Tuesday. What have I done? <laughs> Challenge accepted, though. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting it, though. When I saw no. you, when you, when you were singing and drumming, I went, wow, crap. Okay. This is up there. That was so hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. You have to use every, like, yeah. all, and then that one, and yeah. that one. And but if face. you get into the, the, the pocket, into the groove over there, then you just, it's, it becomes autonomous, and you basically got to let the focus go oh, to your singing. For sure. I mean, it had nothing with the very simple drum beat that I've chosen to play <laughs> for that song. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah, no. No. Nope. Uh, That's why nah. I, I just, I can't do, like, proper singing and do the bass lines that I do. I, I can't do it. So me and my sister used to play when we were kids. Well, I picked up the guitar when I was 16, and she picked up the bass guitar when she was 16. We a small town, no such thing as music um, in the schools or anything like that. So we taught ourselves at home. And I was amazed how she used to be able to play bass lines and sing. It's, it's like it's two a, different acts yeah, at once. It's a, it's a special breed that do that. Cause yeah. I, I can sing backups and harmonies doing that relatively well, but to sing a whole lead line and... Yeah, running through the melodies. Because mm. you, you're basically singing with the guitar, but you're doing something different. Yeah, yeah it's, cool. it's because with the guitarist, you've got this whole strumming motion, right? And that becomes rhythmical. Unless you're playing a lead line and singing that, Who's it's, playing lead? Too hard, well, please. Yeah, but like with <laughs> bass lines, you're combining what the guitarist is doing with the drummer. Yeah. And you're filling in that gap there. Plus, you got to think of of the, the melody like vocally. Yeah. I, yeah, for sure. I just can't can't do it. Nah. I, I don't know why. Yeah. I just. Yeah, I think it's very impressive. Yeah, blows my mind. Yeah. There's a few. There's a few. I mean, Paul McCartney did it, and he was actually a guitarist before he was a bass player. Just seen. <laughs> Yeah, but that's just, I mean, you're down, you just sidestep, sorry about the down, sidestep over. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he was playing bass lines and singing, and Eamon from the chats plays bass lines and sings. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> I'm sure he's got a few licks in there somewhere that make it complicated. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not shitting on people. No. No. No, not at all. They're um, dead, dead. Cool as, can you say, you can say shit. They're yeah. cool as shit. Yeah, yeah. Remember the first time I heard them and I was like, oh, my God. It's like my like my teenage self just wanted to tear out of my 30-year-old self and just be like, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Loved it. Still not my cup of tea, but that's just, <laughs> yeah. Easter, right? Yeah. Horses for courses, Exactly. 
if you're into that weird shit. So, um, given all the stuff that you would have seen come through Soul Bar, mm-hmm. what are the sort of the rarities that you didn't even know or had an inkling of, but all of a sudden they just blew your freaking mind when you saw them come through? The bands? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, this one you should have preempted. I would have had a list out. Um, off the top of your head, I mean, I know you, you would see a lot that come through, but there's, there's got to be some that you're sort of like, holy crap, I didn't expect them to be like this. All right, look, I, I really wanted to do something a bit local, but... No, it the, doesn't matter. The, the lady that blew... Two ladies have blown my mind, actually. One was Katie Noonan. Oh, yeah. You never um, seen Katie Noonan oh. live though. Sorry, now I've got three. One was Katie Noonan. Yeah. Her, she was pitch perfect. I yep. remember her singing into the microphone, going, "Oh, something's feeding back here," um, and then took half a second and then sang a note, and she's like, "It's F flat. F flat's feeding back." <laughs> that's what? that's Noons, man. She is just what? on the dime. That woman. She's incredible. Anyway, mm. so no guitar, no keyboard, no. nothing to check it on. Just, yep. um, I, like, I suppose that's her instrument. She lives in Breeze. That, that's her instrument. Uh, that was amazing. Marlon Williams from New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Champagne, obviously. Yeah. Like, well, I figured, he, me, I figured Daniel was going to be on that list, to be honest with you. He makes me cry and smile at the same time. Hmm. Um, and Stella Donnelly from Western Australia. I've never heard the room so quiet in my life. Actually, it, I think Aaron said the same thing to me. Her her mouth opened. She started singing, and it was a Sunday night. I think there was it was a couple of years ago. There was about 250, 260 people in there, hmm. and you could hear. I mean, it's cliche, but you could hear a pin drop. Hmm. Everyone, just shut up. Everyone, everyone, every last person, every bartender, the taps went off, like everything. Like, just stop everything. You have to listen to this woman. Wow. It was amazing. It was completely amazing. Yeah. She was jaw dropping. Yeah. 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 So, off the top of my head, that'd be my little list. I'll tell you one that really surprised me. Um, this is going back a couple of years now. Was uh, when I, I went to go see Smith Street play at Soul Bar there. No, I'm not. A, I'm not a big Smith Street. <laughs> that night was huge. I yeah. know, but I just I was curious to see what they were like. Yeah. And um, the band Forum, Pup from Canada. Yes. That was my highlight. Was actually seeing yeah. those guys because they were freaking unreal. And when they brought yeah. out Reservoir, which is the song that like was one of their big hits for them, I was just holy crap, this band. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Smith Street were good. Um, but like I said, I was just curious to see what Smith Street were like because I've never seen them live. But pop, whoa. Yeah. There's, there was another heavy, I think it was Friends of Rom, mm. and they were the first ones to bring through a band called Clowns, who oh, are now yeah. you know, in their own right. Yeah. Um, but they were another one. Just, it's, yeah, the, the, the work of a support act is like, I don't know, daunting, I suppose. Mm. You have to get the whole crowd ready for, well, in, in Clown's case, it was Friends or Rob. In Pup's act, it was Smith Street okay, Band. Yeah. Um, yeah, completely daunting. But you're right, it is the supports that just 
especially some locals. It's, it's like some that I've seen at, you know, um, Open Mic or a Caloundra or something, and then you see them in a setting like that, you know, a step up from Open Mic, you know, but off the big stage from Caloundra mm. and that can engage an audience. There's, um, yeah, music, the art of music is is beyond just musicality. There's there's a whole level of performance and engagement that, yeah. that brings you beyond being a streaming service, you know, yeah. Mm, you mean the yeah, whole... The whole um interaction um what's your thoughts on people that rant too much on the on on stage though <laughs> i go to too many gigs oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've heard all the rants i've heard all of them which one which speech are we doing oh no no um, just just in general yeah no i look there's people have to change the world and to change the world you really have to push and you really have to rant you know like you know you've got to march over the bridge or you've got to burn your bra or whatever to make or you got to set yourself on fire to make people notice what you're talking about and musicians have or artists have this amazing stage to do it on mm. and they, I suppose, you know, with great power and all that stuff, you, you should, but some go a little bit far down the rabbit hole. Yeah, some <laughs> you sort of just go, okay, we get the point, just play a fucking song, that's what we're Yeah, do some can go a little bit <laughs> far down the rabbit hole. Um, and some I've seen and I just think it's not genuine. Yeah. They say it because it's expected. Hmm. Or they, they, they say it to please because that's what their crowd is. I get the you know, feeling that like they want to hear. They probably say it at every that's gig. Disappointing. Too. Yeah, mm. yeah, and those and those sorts of things are. As I said, I see enough gigs that I can see the difference in that. You know, but yeah, that's sort of disappointing. I, 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 I dislike it when it's ingenuine. Yeah, I mean, a good good level little of banter. Or like pointing someone out and just going, hey, yeah, you enjoy, it. yeah, cool. Yeah. But yeah, basically, sure. yeah, we're we're not here to elect you for prime minister or anything like that. Just yeah. play music. Well, uh, well, I don't, I don't. As I said, they've got a stage, and and maybe some of them do have a responsibility, mm. especially if you're passionate about something. But yeah, do it well. <laughs> do it well. Research your <laughs> do it banter. Well. Yeah. All right, last question before we uh, wrap things up here, because we've actually gone for 40 minutes, mate. It's gone that I, quick. Yeah. This is the longest conversation we've ever had. No. I wanted to run off and do some Yeah, you're always up. busy. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you got your beer? Yeah, I'll like, oh, catch you later. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what about that email? No, 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 no. Yeah. Gas uh, to go. Yeah. Um, that's a good way of avoiding any email conversations with you. This is like, yep, yeah, no, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, no. Yeah. I'll get around to it. I get a lot uh, of emails. I know. Um. Uh, isolation ends, lockdown's finished, everything's clicking kind of back into normal again. First gig that comes on, what's the feeling it's going to be when you, you see people come through there, the band's doing sound check, and you're looking around? It's been so strange the last few times I've been in there mm. and the place is empty. It's just a building. Hmm. Um, and when you go in to see a gig, 
it's not it's alive it's completely alive and that's that's what I'm that's the only reason I'm going back to work is that that place alive and everyone in it just like frothing chomping at the bit whatever decades cliche you want to use yeah everyone there for the same purpose and the same connection and just to fucking feel alive yeah yeah it's gonna be a shock so i don't know what the, oh i don't know what the genre is gonna be I, I don't know what the band is yet i mean there's some ideas scrolling but just for that for that sensation of of complete emotion and and gut i can't yeah mm. i'm excited i'm excited you've been in that room where there's 450 people and everyone is there just to hear that their favorite band or their favorite song or the guitar lead or the drums started up or whatever it is you know people get excited for the pre-music before the band even comes out they're like <laughs> the lights come down a certain rock song comes on and they think oh my god the band's gonna come out in a second and that excitement is uh, it's 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 almost suffocating. I think there's I going to be a lot of pressure on the first band that gets on that stage. Oh, my God. Yeah, going back to the support act. They're <laughs> 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 the first one. I'm so sorry. Get out there. <laughs> they're hungry. Deal with it. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're going to be shitting themselves backstage. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I can't wait to see that place alive again. It's going to be yeah, something too, else. Yeah. I'm getting awesome. a bit nostalgic now. Yeah, me too. Mm. Oh, great. I'm going back to work, and now I'm excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. That's cool. 45 minutes, and you breeze through that. Um, open mics still kicking on, but online. Every Wednesday yeah. now, yeah. So they, do they have to pre-register? Still? Yeah, send yeah, please send us a message just so we've got the board already. It's a bit too much to try and do that. Through Solbar? Um, just, as we go. Yeah, just yeah. message Solbar Facebook. Yeah. Yep. And we'll put you on the board. Yeah. And pizza's getting delivered within a five K radius kind of thing, or come and pick them up. Yeah. Come and pick them up or five K. Monica long time mm. standing staff member Monica was just just at every, like, all the locals' houses, we just got, like, this film roll of her selfieing at different people's places. <laughs> <laughs> she had the best night. <laughs> I bet. Uh, and yep. Kenny, get on this. Kenny. Kenny. Whoever has... Someone whoever, let whoever, Kenny whoever, know. Yep, yep. Someone let Kenny know. <laughs> get on there. He's going to be number one back again. All right, mate. You hang on the line now. Awesome. A quick chat afterwards. Everyone, this yeah. is Melissa O'Brien from Solbar and Fat Pony. Thanks, mate. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that podcast and many others that we've been doing. If you do like it and you haven't subscribed, I'm going to get this right one day. Press the subscribe button, uh, ring the bell. Uh, you'll be notified when we go, uh, when the next podcast goes live. Um, yeah, thanks for supporting Sunshine Coast Music, local music, live music, Australian music. Much appreciated. Cheers. <laughs>